What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Do you believe you can live a pain-free, vital life? Do you want to step back into your power and share your gifts with the world? Are you ready to make a commitment to you? It's time to reclaim your inheritance as a self-healer. Welcome to The Nature of Healing. Hello, healers. I'm Roseanne. Today, I have a special guest, Dave Waterman, who is the owner of a company called Soul Mountain, and he produces homegrown, whole plant, raw, liposomal CBD medicinal oil, which comes from hemp. CBD has become really popular lately because people have finally realized that hemp is a plant of nature to be used for medicine as well as food, as all plants should be used. Even when the federal government patented cannabis and buried it so no one could use it, people still continued to grow their own and use it, but it was hard to come by. Now, states have taken their autonomy back, states like Colorado, with new laws to legalize hemp so people can grow it and use it for medicine. I'd rather uh, that states would just decriminalize it, but that's where we are right now. Today, we're going to learn some things some of you maybe don't know, um, including the different ways to produce CBD and the benefits of one extraction process over another, and how Dave's products are unique in many ways. So welcome, Dave. Thank you. Glad to be here talking with you, Roseanne. Thank you for being here. So let's start out by, if you could tell us, please, how you became interested in working with this particular plant. What compelled you to do all this work? Um, Were you going from basically the plant, the raw product, to the products that you produce to creating this company? Right. Well, um, it is um, a little bit of long-term preparation and a little bit of accident, I have Mm -hmm. to say. I have a son who lives in Colorado, and he decided to start a hemp grow. and his uh, his partner opted out at the last minute. So I went out there just to help him get started, ended up staying for six months. Um, and we we uh, essentially built built a farm and grew a crop of, of industrial hemp. And it's, it's called industrial hemp when it's um, cannabis that's low THC. Um, and that was done under license in Colorado. And we, we did our grow to strict organic standards um, using a lot of uh, amendments like fish oil and um, pesticides like rosemary, essential oil, things like that mm-hmm. to, to produce a, a really nice crop of uh, hemp, which we had extracted. And then I returned to Wisconsin where I to work on uh, formulations. So, 
So that's that's sort of the the backstory. And when I when I started doing the the formulations, I really didn't know um, that much uh, about uh, about hemp and and how to formulate tinctures. But um, I did an awful lot of research. I have a I have a um, degree in horticulture and a law degree, as a matter of fact. But um, Oh, I didn't know that. That really comes in handy. <laughs> company. Yeah, yeah, it 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 did come in handy, and and those uh, those old chemistry courses I had taken in, in school somewhat came back to me as I was learning about uh, how formulations are made and and the chemistry of of um, cannabis. So it was all very interesting and a lot of fun, um, but. Initially, I thought, why don't I try to make a liposomal because I had been familiar with liposomal vitamins, and I thought, well, that would be a, a way of enhancing bioavailability. So I, I learned all about that and figured out how to, how to create liposomes to encapsulate the uh, endocannabinoids, or rather the phytocannabinoids. The phytocannabinoids are from plants. Endocannabinoids are made by our bodies. Um, we, um, I figured out the, the formulations over, over quite a long period of time in a genetics lab here in Madison and tweaked them for, for flavor. And then I realized that, that decarboxylation was, you know, an issue because normally, perhaps we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but, but when you harvest cannabis fresh, the cannabinoids, THC, CBD, and about a hundred others are in an acid form. And so it's called THCA and CBDA. Um, they're typically rendered into the regular form that we know by a process called decarboxylation. And that's typically done with heat. In fact, it's virtually always done with heat because that's the easy way to do it. But I thought, wouldn't it be great if we could do it without high heat because then we would be able to preserve a lot of the other beneficial constituents within cannabis. So drawing on the uh, tradition of spagyric alchemy, I, I, I learned how to uh, add in some other elements and to, to catalyze the um, the, the process of decarboxylation without high heat. So that was kind of a breakthrough. And, and so that's, that's a major that's breakthrough. What... That's a major breakthrough. Most <laughs> companies do not even understand what you're talking about. But so yeah. can you tell us basically the, the base mass market CBD tinctures, how they're using what they're doing as a standard and, and, and yeah, Maybe that will help people understand how you do some things a little differently. Sure, sure. Well, most most products that, that you buy as a hemp oil will be will be extracted from plants grown either in Europe or the U.S. Formerly, it was mostly European material coming in or European extracts, um, but now uh, Colorado and and Tennessee and other states. Are really producing a lot of uh, high-quality, organically grown cannabis for 
you know, as hemp, which is low THC cannabis for CBD production. Um, so that's the good news. The extraction process that's typically used is CO2 and that's just carbon dioxide. And if you, if you, uh, pressurize it to a very high pressure, then it goes from the, um, the gas form down to the liquid form. And, and at that point, it's very, very cold. Um, but it's a great solvent and it, and it, and it takes a lot of, it takes the most of the oils out of the plant and it doesn't leave any toxic residue. So, so that's, um, that's great. And that's CO2 extraction. The traditional extraction method is alcohol extraction, which has been around for hundreds of years. And, and many, probably some of your listeners have, have done alcohol extraction. Our alcohol extraction process um, maintains a fairly low temperature no higher than 120 it just naturally heats up a little bit due to the due to the pressure of the extraction process but the difference between alcohol and co2 is that alcohol is fairly unique as a solvent that's that's not toxic and that pulls both the oil soluble and the um, water soluble cons- constituents from the plant the co2 extraction does not pull out the water soluble constituents. So it leaves behind a lot. And it also, it, it doesn't, it doesn't take the, uh, the terpenes, for example, in the same, in quite the same, um, ratio that they, that they're present, uh, in the plant. So, and that's, that's because, uh, various, various chemicals have different levels of, of solubility in water and to the extent that they're not oil soluble but favor water solubility they'll be less extracted by the co2 so at any rate um terpenes are um are an important part of of any any cbd tincture and and their presence along with the presence of all the cannabinoids is what's meant by uh, a full spectrum um, extraction and and you do get that with CO2, but you don't get the water soluble elements like flavonoids, phenolic compounds in general, tannins, saponins. Some of these uh, some of these classes of chemicals are what are found in traditional um, medicinal herbs, and and like the the saponin content is what holds the medicinal value in a lot of Chinese uh, traditional Chinese medicine herbs. And, and really it's best if you, if you can keep all of that, which you can do with an alcohol extraction process, but not with a CO2. So most people, when they talk about CBD oil, they're talking about cannabinoids and they leave out all the information from what, you know, all the other components uh, that you would find in the whole Mm -hmm. plant. And, um, because people focus on this endocannabinoid system that we all have, which are receptors on our cells that are naturally attracting these components of you know cannabinoids but you're saying there's so much more than just that that we need to look at the bigger picture and how you know when we're talking about holism as i do as a naturopath we're looking at all the components that work 
toward healing, that promote healing in a synergistic way, kind of a homeostatic way almost, where Mm -hmm. it's working in a relationship with your body. But if you're taking only components of a plant or isolates, you're not, you're taking a plant in fractions. And that's basically what Western medicine does. What, What are your thoughts on that? The differences between certain CBD brands and then yours. Right. Let's let's just consider um, for a moment what the endocannabinoid system in, in your body does. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, we have so many systems um, in our body, but principally, um, we have say the the um, nervous system that's associated with the brain and the enteric nervous system, which is associated with the gut. Um, and immune, the immune system, which um, is throughout the body, these are three major systems that that rely on the endocannabinoid system to to stay in balance um, and to, to sort of mediate how they how they operate, and that's done by upregulating and downregulating all sorts of small functions. That, that occur, it encourages the uh, endocannabinoids, the phytocannabinoids that we get from cannabis really closely match the endocannabinoids that our body produces. So, for example, um, anandamide is, a, is uh, essentially a cannabinoid that the body produ- produces, and as you probably know, it's, it's named after the Sanskrit word ananda for, for bliss. Mm. And it's associated um, like dopamine and and some other neurotransmitters. It's associated with, with feelings of well being and um, and you know ease and happiness. So if you if you want to uh, serotonin's another another one that you might think of and for people who suffer from depression, sometimes serotonin reuptake inhibitors are, are recommended. So, um, and it's the same with with anandamide and and cannabis. When you take CBD, it doesn't produce more anandamide, but it it prevents the breakdown of anandamide um, by other. Uh, enzymes. There's a particular enzyme that breaks down anandamide, and your body produces that just so that you know you keep things keep things in balance. But sometimes, as we particularly as we age, we we don't produce as much of uh, many components as uh, as we did when we were younger. So it helps to supplement. And when you supplement with with a natural plant based supplement like uh, like a cannabis extract you you're really doing it in a very gentle way that works with your body and 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 it's it's not coercing you into you know some sort of artificial high it's supporting your own body and producing what it needs to, to to be in balance and and feel good and this is how cbd and and the endocannabinoid system work they work like the conductor of an orchestra where your body has uh, all these various uh, systems within it functioning, and the, the the function of the endocannabinoid system is to orchestrate them, keep them in balance, so that so that they they can do their jobs properly, so that they have the the nourishment they need, 
to do their, their jobs properly. I love that metaphor, the orchestra and the music. It make, so everybody's making music together in a, in a good tone, <laughs> in a healthy tone. Um, yeah, and that's, you know, that's so much what, what uh, cannabis and, is, is about. I mean, aside from the, the THC aspect of it, which, you know, people use recreationally and it's perhaps gotten a little um, exaggerated uh, in our culture, but cannabis traditionally helps people to tap into their own their own awareness of what's going on in their bodies, their own intuition. So, and when we use when we use a CBD medicine, that's part of what's going on. Uh, it's it's all about enhancing the body's ability to stay in balance or or, or to get in balance. And it's a it, it's a fairly subtle process. There there is some direct activity. With, with cannabis, but with uh, CBD in particular, it's mostly about regulating others, other activity in the body so that inflammation is quieted down. All, all kinds of great things uh, occur. Your, your um, destruction of, of bone tissue, for example, or bone compounds is... Um, if, if, if you have a, a concern about osteoporosis, you're concerned with loss of bone through these, these, uh, osteoblasts, as they're called, you, you can enhance bone building and reduce bone degradation by, through CBD. CBD has anti-inflammatory properties and it's been shown to be anti-metastatic with, with, uh, cancer cells. So it has a lot of particular benefits absolutely that, that, I think um, because it acts yeah. on inflammation you're talking about acting on cells throughout the whole body so wherever the inflammation yeah. is basically and i mean that's a very broad spectrum application for one plant and it's it's beautiful and you know some of these benefits remind me of raw milk raw milk has some of these benefits but if you, if you don't drink milk for whatever reason you know you still have these plants plants of nature um you also on your website and what what is your website again? Can you give a the name of it? It is soulmountainherbal.com. Thank you. And on your website it has the word herbal in it. You are mm -hmm. one person who's kind of going beyond most companies and offering herbal blends, that is if demand is high enough. So Mm -hmm. Hemp is therefore working with the benefits of other plants in these formulations that you make. Um, right. Where, where are you offering your herbal blends, or are you doing that at this point? Just on the website at this point. Okay. Um, because we we do have them, we do have them in stock, and uh, it's it's fairly involved to to produce them. There's spagyric blends, and that's a reference to uh, a type of um, traditional alchemy called spagyric alchemy and in the spagyric tradition the 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 plant is um first extracted and the essential oil or resin of the plant is, is drawn out that's called the soul of the plant um one of the three principles there's also the spirit of the plant and that's the fermentation uh that's where we get the the uh, usage of spirits to describe alcohol it, it comes from the, the alchemical tradition 
And then there's the body of the plant, which is represented by its mineral content. And that is, is um, purified by calcining, burning essentially the, the plant material after the extraction, purifying that and, and doing it uh, over several times to end up with the, the mineral salts or crystals. And that is added back in to the, to the extract. So along, along with the, um, the fermentation. And how many, how many days does that take, that process? That process? <laughs> well, um, it takes a few days. Uh, the, the extraction itself can be very, can be pretty quick. But, but you have to dry out. After you burn the plant material, you have to sort of dry it out to burn it. And then you, you wash out the ashes and then you let it dry again. So depending on the equipment that you have, it can take, you know, a few days or a couple of weeks. Okay. Well, what are some, I just wanted to give people the idea of kind of what's involved in that kind of a process, but what, um, what are some of the blends that you're looking at offering? Oh, well, we have two, um, two blends that, um, that we offer now on the website. And one is called um, Energized Balance. And, and that's designed to be, um, you know, uplifting and energizing. The other one is called Sunny and Calm. And that's, as the name implies, uh, just supposed to be sort of uplifting and calming at the same time. So the, uh, the Energized Balance includes, uh, well, it includes 250 milligrams of CBD, and that represents closer to 300 milligrams of, of cannabinoids. But we just kind of identify the CBD amount because that's something that people look for when they're, mm-hmm. you know, when they're looking at potency. Mm-hmm. But um, then the, the spagyric blend includes um, American ginseng, ashwagandha, amalaki, shisandra, uh, Korean red ginseng, ginseng. so um, that's, <laughs> that's a really nice combination. And let's see if I can tell you exactly what's in the um, the sunny and calm. The sunny and calm I've tried, and I really like that one a lot. Yeah, well, um, we're experimenting with. Um, with different herbs, but currently what we've got is Shizandra. It's an adaptogenic herb from, uh, from Russia, basically. Mm-hmm. It, um, it's traditionally used in Russia and Asia. Um, cacao, which we all know. Um, blue lotus, which, um, it's one that could be abused, but it's not, it, there's not enough of it there to, to, um, bring that sort of danger, but it's, but it's traditionally used to help expand awareness for um, enhancing meditation and 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 lucid dreaming. Uh, wood betony is in there, and that's that's a, um, a traditional herb that is helpful with um, mental issues and hormonal changes. Lavender for calming and um, and brightening the mood. So. Those those herbs are in the sunny and calm. Those are nice. They're kind of a very nice balance of herbs there because wood betony also is very grounding and it also helps with digestive 
ailments as well as the, what you've mentioned. And then, the, yeah. of course, it's very calming too. I like that combination a lot. So just before we end, I wanted to also understand what are some of the legal aspects that you've um, faced as challenges in you being an attorney or have some law background? Well, I'm, not, I'm not an attorney. Oh, I you're not an attorney. How? I studied law, but I haven't practiced law. So, so you may, but, that may have helped um, you get further than most people at this point. <laughs> well, it makes it a little easier to read the law because you do a lot of that when you're studying the law. But, um, but we're, we're in a little bit of a limbo here right now with CBD. Um, recently in December on the national level, um, industrial hemp, was legalized nationally. Um, states are still supposed to regulate the growing of hemp through a program like Wisconsin has, like Colorado has, and, and California. Many, if not most states now have a program like that, but you're supposed to register. I think the idea is mainly to give the state a heads up uh, so that they can come and, and make sure you're not growing a field of marijuana. Um, cannabis uh that's that's high thc is called marijuana and cannabis that's low thc is called hemp and the the uh the definition for industrial hemp as it's called is 0.3 percent uh thc maximum so the controlled substances statute on the federal level used to uh it used to lump all extracts of cannabis in there with as a as a schedule one uh controlled substance right up there with the worst of the worst drugs mm -hmm. and and that was you know that was really pretty ridiculous and that's been changed now on the federal level because the states have to they they have to kind of catch up and change their own controlled substances statutes wisconsin's like probably all the other states mirrors the language of the federal statute it just basically repeats it but it but it hasn't been updated yet so um you know so that that poses a just a little bit of a question mark and, and it kind of puts some people off although the attorney generals are not you know they're not prosecuting people for you know cbd related sales uh the the whole thing is still regulated by the food and drug administration though and the the FDA has stated that you cannot use CBD um, in a in a food product or in a in a supplement, which is you know pretty much everything. <laughs> so, exactly. But on the face of it, that might that might sound like the FDA is saying, "Well, you can't have any CBD." Well, well, what they're saying is you can't have CBD as an ingredient. So. A lot of a lot of these products that you see, like gummy bears, often or or um, maybe um, beer with CBD in it, all all kinds of things like this mm -hmm. are popping up in the marketplace. Many of them are using CBD as an isolate, um, and that's um, been stated as a no-no by the FDA. But they're not they're not really prosecuting uh, for that at this time. They're supposed to. Um, part of part of the um, requirement of the farm bill that was passed in in December, uh, and and which legalized uh, industrial hemp in the U.S. on the federal level, part of that bill 
was a mandate to these agencies like the FDA to come up with rules to, um, you know, to, to regulate. Uh, they hadn't done that yet. So I see. So <laughs> this is why a lot of, um, you know, a lot of big chain stores and so on really don't want to get into it yet because it's, it's kind of in uncharted territory. Yeah. And the regulations haven't been clarified by the FDA. So, so it's well, a good time for small startups. Good. As long as the DEA isn't the one that's coming <laughs> for people. No. no, they're, they're no longer, you know, they're no longer that concerned. Honestly, they have other fish to fry. They'd rather go after the meth labs. Yeah. Okay. So thank you, Dave Waterman. I am really grateful that you came in and, and chatted with us about this. How can people get a hold of your products? Well, the easiest way is to just go go to our website, which is soulmountainherbal.com. And it's, um, yeah, it's, it's easy to find and easy to use. People Contact me through the website with questions if, if they'd like to. Oh, perfect. Great. And also for people who work with me, you can get them at a little bit of a discount. So that is, there's that to think about too. But Dave, thanks so Absolutely. much again. Thanks again. And thank you all thank for listening. You, Lots of love to everyone. Bye-bye. Visit or consult with Roseanne Lindsay, naturopath at natureofhealing.org where you can find her books at her website and at amazon.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.